Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Hello, 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 everyone. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe. I'm your host, Twyla Reed. I am also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. As you all know, I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son and the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him with a severe traumatic brain injury. Well, guys, that mother and son, that is my son and I. And this book is about our journey through his recovery. That's right. It is our testimony of hope and healing of how we use prayer and perseverance to overcome the hardships that we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support. We provide resources. Tips and brain injury prevention insight. We educate and empower brain injury survivors, caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to have a life, the life that they desire after dealing with the devastation of a brain injury by providing real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. A few of my other books include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, This is a guide for survivors of traumatic events. You know, oftentimes after surviving a tragedy, life can seem chaotic. It can become hectic. It can be so overwhelming. You may feel like your life is over and that you are not going to make it. Those challenges can become so overwhelming, which can push you and pull you into isolation. This is the time. It's the time that you cannot give up, and it's the time that you cannot give in. It's the time to understand the power of your words, because it is through your words where you will find the strength and the will to turn your situation around. Another book, My Journey Goal Setting Journal, this book teaches us the importance of setting goals, God-centered goals. Your goals should be centered around God's vision and plans for your life. If your day-to-day activities are not leading you towards you achieving your goals, then the things in your life that you expect to change or be different, they will not change or be different. And the true secret, get this now, the true secret to effective goal setting is simply, next I want to talk to you guys, about a Bible study notebook that I wrote. It's called The Word, the Truth, and the Life. And for those who are searching for a tool to use during their Bible study time, then this book is just what you need. You know, I found that one key difference between reading and studying 
It's writing down what you hear and absorb. So whether you have no Bible study experience or you've studied the Bible for years, then this handy Bible study notebook provides an excellent intro to personal Bible study. And last but certainly not least, I want to talk to you guys about uh, my book, When Caregivers Need Caregiving. What do you do when caregivers need caregiving? What do you do? Do you know what to do? This book serves as a resource for those operating in the role of a caregiver. In the pages of this book, you will be educated, empowered, and enlightened as I share wisdom gleaned from my 17 years of my personal and professional caregiving experience for maintaining your physical, spiritual, and your emotional well-being while caring for others. Pre-orders are um, actually being taken at this time. I invite you guys to please visit, visit my website at www.twilareed.com to order your book. The release date for the book is 3 November, 3 November, and it is fast approaching. November is uh, National Family Caregiving Month. So if you are a caregiver or if you know a caregiver, will be the perfect gift to give them. You know, again, it just serves as a re-courage, enlighten, empower, and inspire the caregiver as we travel this journey. So many times people don't really understand what a caregiver goes through. Well, this book will shed some light on that. So, again, remember, if you or someone you know have experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Let's create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you can become the strategist of your own destiny. That's right. So, again, please contact me uh, for a free 20-minute consultation at 912-335-3799, or you can reach me by email at info at twilareed.com. That's I-N-F-O at T-W-Y-L-I-A-R-E-I-D.com. Happy Sunday, happy Sunday, happy Sunday. It has been a beautiful day here in Savannah, Georgia, and you guys know what Sunday is. It is Selfie Sunday. Yes, I'm sorry, guys, but i got to remind you, so on the count of three, I want everyone listening to take out your cell phones and get to snapping those selfies and then head on over after the broadcast. Head on over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Conqueror's Cafe and post those beautiful selfies. And I want you to put hashtag Selfie Sunday. So on the count of three, are you ready? One, two, three. Now, you go ahead and save those selfies. So after this show, you head on over to our Facebook page and post those selfies. Again, welcome to our show this evening. Here we highlight survivors of traumatic events who have made it out victorious, and now they are here, right here on the Conqueror's Cafe to share their testimony of hope and healing with the world to offer encouragement and inspiration to others as they travel on their own personal journey. For today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www. Conquerorscafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page once again at www.facebook.com forward slash Conquerorscafe. 
All right, guys, it's time for our scripture reading. This is one of my favorite parts of our show. And our scripture this evening is going to be coming from 1 Peter, the second chapter, verse number 2. 1 Peter 2 and 2. Again, that's 1 Peter 2 and 2. And you know what I like to do. I always read from two different translations. So the first translation is the NIV version. And it reads, like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Crave intensely to long for it. And in the message, it reads, when the message, I'm actually going to read a couple of verses. I'm going to read verses 1, 2, and 3. Okay, 1 Peter, 2nd chapter, verses 1, 2, and 3. And it reads, so clean house, make a clean sweep of malice and pretense, envy and hurtful talk. You've had a taste of God. Now, like infants at the breast, drink deep of God's pure kindness. Then you'll grow up mature and whole in God. All right, guys, you know, for a few moments, I just want to talk about those scriptures and I'm going to ask a question on this evening, and I'm going to talk about this simple phrase, got milk. That's right, got milk. Think about a newborn baby, okay? A newborn baby is helpless, and they need to be 100% entirely cared for and protected. There's a hormone called oxytocin known as the bonding hormone, and this hormone-like substance promotes bonding patterns, and it creates a desire for further contact. This hormone causes a mother to be familiar with the unique odor of her newborn. And the newborn, in turn, is also imprinted on the odor of his mother's milk. The infant is comforted by this odor. The baby begins to crave his or her mother's milk because it provides not only the nutrients needed to grow and mature, but to also keep the bonding process going. Another example, I want to switch a little bit here, and I want you guys to picture cows. Catch me, catch where I'm going with this. Stay with me. Cows, whenever you see cows, they're usually uh, chewing, right? That's what they do. When you see them, they, they always seem to be chewing on something, right? Statistics state that uh, 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 you must chew twice for it to properly digest, okay? So nearly eight hours a day, cows are chewing on their cud. Eight hours a day. So we see the importance of the baby needing and craving its mother's milk. We too must crave spiritual milk, not just crave it, but meditate on it so that we can grow up mature and hold in God. And how do we do this? We meditate on God's word. Just like the cows, they lay in the field, they walk around, they're chewing, they're chewing, they're walking around, they're chewing on their cud, they're chewing up their food. So we must chew on our spiritual food the same way. We must savor it before filling up on God's word. Then we may need to, okay, we may need to regurgitate it, 
We may need to rework it in our mouths before swallowing it. Yes, I know it sounds gross, but I want you to catch the process. This process transforms the grass into rich, creamy milk full of nutrients that's good for us. And that's the same way God's word is meant to become pure. It's meant to become sweet milk for us. Meditation. That's us chewing the cut. Meditation takes it from our ears, from our ears to our minds, and from our minds to our hearts. Then it becomes the fuel that ignites our hearts. Maturity begins to take place at this point. What a blessing it is to savor God's word, to enjoy it completely while we are doing other things. Things like prepare meals, we're chewing on the cud. Things like running chores, we're chewing on the cud. Things like doing daily work, even while we are preparing to sleep. Psalm 63 and 6 says, Oh, my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. In other words, as I drift in and out of sleep, oh, Lord, you are on my mind. Meditating, chewing on the curse, on God's word, allows us to taste and see that the Lord is good. Our mind is renewed, and our whole person is transformed. We grow up and we mature, holding God, growing to trust in his love while sharing it with others. So I ask you, as I bring this to a close, got milk? Amen. Amen and amen. want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors on this evening. Broken Wings Incorporated, a nonprofit organization, 501c3 nonprofit organization, designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. So if you are a survivor of a brain injury or a caregiver, family member, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or call 912-335-3799. Sister Scents, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasions, please contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Please visit their website at sistersense2.wixsite.com forward slash sistersense. Again, please contact Nashari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made, personalized gift baskets and candles. If you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of the team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who you need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. If you have a business or event that you would like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at for more details. Again, thank you guys for joining us on this peaceful, beautiful, serene Sunday evening. You could have been doing other things. You could have been anywhere else, but you've taken out the time to be right here with us on tonight. And we have an amazing show lined up for you all on this evening. Have you ever doubted that you had the strength to overcome challenges? Have you sometimes felt lost or ready to quit? 
How about this one? Were you always told that only the strong survive? If so, you're definitely in the right place right here with us on tonight. Our guest, attorney and best-selling author, April H. Collins, is here with us on this evening. She is here to share her testimony of hoping healing and how she used her faith as a foundation to bring her through. Hear about her life experiences and how they pushed her into her calling to teach others that only the strong thrive. So I want you all to sit back, relax, grab your cup of tea or your cup of coffee as we prepare to be blessed by this anointed vessel of God. But first, we're going to take a quick break, but don't you move because we will be right back. Hello, this is Cherie Barnes of CherieBarnesAuthor.com, and you are listening to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show. Jesus Christ has set you free. I need all the young people to come on. Let's do this praise together. Come on. I got to hear you singing, Sensation. Come on, everybody say it.
I'm walking in God's liberty. The song says, nothing can ever stop me with Christ. I've been set free. Free to clap my hands and free to do my dance. I've been set free. Welcome back to the Conference Cafe. I'm your host, Twyla Reed. Again, we have an amazing show set up for tonight. April H. Collins is an attorney, best-selling author, and motivational speaker. April became a teenage mother, but she did not allow her teenage pregnancy to stop her from pursuing her dream of becoming an attorney. She began college just one day after having her son. After graduating from college, she enrolled into law school. After graduating from law school in 2010, she was offered a career position as a federal investigator. At the end of 2014, she left her federal career to start her own law firm, Collins Law, LLC, focusing primarily on civil rights and personal law injuries. Personal injury law. April was recently named 10 Best Personal Injury Attorneys. Aside from her successful career in law, she is the recent author of her debut book, Only the Strong Thrive, which she describes as a faith-filled, inspirational, and motivational memoir. In addition, she has also published the corresponding application journal, Thrive. April is married and has four children. So without further ado, Let's welcome Miss April Collins. Welcome, 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 April. How are you this evening? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. We are elated to have you here with us on this evening. What a beautiful evening it is. It is. Beautiful day. Such a beautiful day today. Yes, it is. You know, April, I tell you, I, I did your bio, gave you this beautiful uh, professional introduction, but I want you to just say hello in your own words and just tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do. I'm April Collins. Look, this is this is my Facebook introduction. <laughs> I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a Christian. I'm an attorney. I'm an author. Um, the author part is something I, I never thought I would say. <laughs> I, I didn't know that would be in my bio, but um, I practice law in Birmingham. <laughs> I practice law in Birmingham, uh, personal injury law and civil rights law, and um, have four children, four children. They range from 17 to two. Uh, my youngest just had a birthday last month, so Two year, seventeen to two year old. So I'm pretty busy, but <laughs> but I'm enjoying this ride so far. I am enjoying this ride. It's it's going very well. Hey man, you know I gotta tell you guys. You know I always talk to the guests before we actually schedule the show, and April and I talked, and it wasn't until today I found out that she lives in Birmingham, Alabama, and you guys know you know me. My daughter is there, and my sister is there, and not only that, but I used to live in Birmingham at one time. So that just made it even better and sweeter and all that good stuff as well. Right, April? <laughs> right, right. We felt we had a little conversation like we, we knew each other for <laughs> felt like exactly. we were just sisters. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I think that's – and I thank God for that, you know, and I think um, God never fails. I, I truly believe – 
that all of the guests that we have here in the Conference Cafe, I tell you, it's divine connection. And so I'm just so thankful, again, and honored to have you. Um, we're going to go into the interview uh, now. Uh, we're talking about only the strong thrive. Now, April, when did you first start writing and, and what inspired you to do so? I first started writing the book about five years ago. Um, I wasn't actively writing for five years, but, you know, that's when at first kind of I started sitting down trying to gather my thoughts. Um, when I was in law school, my husband first, he was the first one that told me I should write a book because law school was very hectic very tough and you know I had a child so there was a lot going on and he's like you need to write a book but because I was in law school I couldn't write a book I wasn't even thinking about writing a book but uh, when we moved here to Hoover uh, one of my the ladies at my church um, I sat down and talked to her about my life and I gave her a little bit of my story and she told me she's like you gotta write a book you really need to write a book and still you know I heard her I heard what she said but you know I'm like oh, I'm not you know I'm thinking I'm never going to write a book. But she continued to encourage me. When I would see her, she's she's like, where's that book? You know, when when am I going to have that book? <laughs> and so, I mean, five years, I would write a little bit and then put it down. I started in January. You know, it was my New Year's resolution. We, my family, yeah. we, we do this thing. Um, we do this thing every December 31st. We write down our goals for the next year. Yeah. And, um, you know, we write probably like five. What are our five big goals? And that was my goal goal every year is to finish my book <laughs> and I, you know I never got to I never got to mark that off but this year I'll get to actually mark that off and I I mean I'm I'm really emotional right now thinking about it because all these years that has been a goal wow. and I, I never hit it but this is you know I can mark that off this year um so yeah that's how that went and it I told like earlier this year, I really started hitting it hard writing because I did a study with one of my other sisters, um, uh, Priscilla Shire, discerning the voice of God. And when we did Amen. that study and we went through that, I knew, I said, you know what? The Holy Spirit has been telling me to write this book for five years and I, I haven't been listening, <laughs> you know, I haven't been finished it. Wow. And so, Right. So this year I hit it hard and probably about March where I really, really started writing, you know, actively, you know, staying up late doing it. And it, it's done. It's done this year. So I'm I'm, I'm proud of Amen. myself. You know, I didn't think it would be something that would that I would do. Um, I never I never envisioned writing a book. So <laughs> so I'm just, I, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm even in awe of what ha what is going on. But, you know, God will wow us, you know. <laughs> right, and, you know, right. a lot of times, and, and people that hear my show, they always hear me say this. What you go through is never for you. It's always mm. for someone else. And so, believe it or not, uh, those people that was, that was pushing you and, and pulling you to do that thing, deep down, like you said, you, you, you knew that the experience that you had gone through People saw that, and they knew that it was something that had to be shared because there were others waiting to hear your story. There were others waiting to hear how you made it out, Victoria, how you made it out, how God opened doors for you. Yes, and I talk about that in the book. You know, I talk about how I know that now I'm realizing in my later years that the things that I went through and, you know, the struggles, they weren't just my struggles. You know, they were struggles that 
a lot of people have the same struggles, but, you know, with me putting it in in a book and they can read it, you know, people can say, you know what, I, I, I've been through that and, and I can overcome, I can get through um, based on, you know, what I put in the book and, and my life. So, yeah, when we go through things, a lot of times it's not just for us. Um, you know, God is giving that example for somebody else. And that's what I'm hoping people get through the book is, you know, that they can get through whatever, whatever situation that they're going through. Amen. Uh, a little bit further in the questions, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about something that you wrote in the book. Uh, we're going to talk about the difference of thriving and surviving. But I want you to um, tell our listeners, if you could tell your younger writing self anything right now, what would it be? Uh, my younger writing self, um, keep writing. You know, um, I... <sighs> Again, I never thought I would write a book. I, this was never on my goal list. It was never, you know, when I was younger, I wanted to be an attorney. That's what I knew I wanted to do. I never knew I, I was going to be an author. But when when you're writing, you know, sometimes you, you get filled with doubt. You're like, oh, and I talk about that in my book. Who am I to write a book? You know, I just I kept mm. doubting myself and saying, you know, why why am I writing a book? Who, who am I? But when we doubt ourselves, you know, we we. I think sometimes we overlook the power of God because when he puts something yeah. in our spirit to do, he's going to empower us and give us all of the tools that are needed. So um, that's yeah. what I would tell my younger self is just to keep writing. Don't doubt yourself. There's a story in you. There's a story in all of us. Um, and so just stay positive. Amen. I like you said that there's a story in you. Those things that you go through in life, the challenges that you deal with in life, even even the wins that you experience in life, you know, there's a story in you. If it, 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 it is something from the wind, it's something that you can share to inspire and empower somebody else, then, hey, put it on paper, write it. Don't try to do it like somebody else, just praying that God will give you the vision. If God is calling you to write then right. God will give you the He will give you the vision as well as the provision. He is going to open the door. He's going to link you to the people that you need to link to to get His message out there. I promise mm-hmm. you. So that that is good. That is good. I love that what you just said. There's a story in you in everybody. Mhm. Yep. And I, look, I told mine. <laughs> I didn't tell all of mine, and that's what I, I tell people, you know, the book is really a gloss over of my life. I couldn't put everything in here because I was so exhausted after finishing it, and I was just like, whew, um, you know, so I got out some of it, but there's there's more, And but I think from what I've gotten out so far, you know, the people that have told me they've been inspired, you know, by the book, and I've gotten so many, you know, people who have they've encouraged me you know really even to write another book I I, I don't know I didn't know yeah. I would be a two-time author but hey that might be something <laughs> something in the work but but yes this book it, it's a little bit it gives you a little bit but I think what it gives is is a lot of meat um, a lot of people have told me they've started healing um, based oh, on wow. what they've read um, in the book so definitely it, this was definitely a God thing amen you know, I hear that. I hear another book. Uh, uh, you said it. You said it. It's not everything. <laughs> I didn't give everything. So you might as well buckle down, my dear sister, and prepare yourself to write. 
Um, I feel the same way, you know, and you can't give everything. You want to just give just enough to, uh, to, to pull your readers in, to pull your audience in, to, to, to let them know, first of all, this is what I found out. People will connect with you when they know that you're opening up and that you're real and that you're willing mm. to share your hurt, your pain. You want to share your heart. And so when you give them enough to let them say, hey, listen, I'm opening up myself. I, I'm becoming the blueprint to show you that if I went through this, if I went through X, Y, and Z to make it out, then guess what? So can you. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, you talked about, you said the word real, and that's one thing that I really want the readers, and I think the people who've read already know this is a real book. You know, there are things that I talk about in the book that it was hard for me to write. You know, it was the, there were chapters that I – there was one chapter that I actually cried while writing, and I, I didn't think that that would be the chapter that I would have cried about. You know, cry, there were other chapters that yeah. that I, I should have cried about more, but, you know, I had dealt with those things. But, but writing and, and pulling out things from my childhood, you know, I, I cried um, because I hadn't dealt with those things. I knew that they happened, but I hadn't sat – I hadn't talked to anybody about it. But I wrote it, and and as I was writing, you know, just the the emotions from when I was a child came back to me, um, yeah. and it was it was an experience. You know, I I never thought that writing a book would be so emotional. Um, and but you're laying out your heart, you're laying out your life, and and I hope that that's what the readers, you know, when they read it, that they know that this is real. Like every word is real. Um, and I think that they get that because, I've, like I said, I've gotten so many people who say, oh, my goodness, you know, this was yes. what I needed. Wow. You know, it's healing. It's healing. I, I can attest to that, too. You know, writing my book, Broken Wings, is healing. I never dealt with uh, actually losing the son that God initially gave me. You know, I just mm. stepped into the role as the caregiver and just picked up and ran with it. And for so long, I never dealt with the hurt, the pain, and, and all of that stuff. So it, it's, it's healing for us. It's, I, I really believe that when authors write memoirs, when they write nonfiction, it's a time of healing. And as they're sharing, when you're pouring out your heart on the paper, your readers get that. They do. And, and I like when you said that it's real. And that brings us to our next question, um, uh, the message behind the book. I want you to, to let the listeners know the message behind the book that you're trying to, to portray to the reader. Well, I want the readers to to know is, you know, the book is called Only the Strong Thrive. And it plays off of the saying, only the strong survive, because we've heard that over and over, only the strong survive. Only, but, you know, I'm thinking, who wants to just survive? You know, we don't want to just survive yes. life. You know, Jesus Christ came to give us abundant life. And so when you think about abundant life, that's not a life of survival. Um, and so the book, it, it, it talks about strength, how we can use God's strength to to thrive in different areas of our lives. You know, I talk about faith. I talk about forgiveness. I talk about focus. You know, we have to be focused on goals in order to live that abundant life. Um, there are things we need to have our mindset on. Um, I talk about um, love, the strength to love. So I use the word strength, and, I, you know, I play on that, but I, I use it in a way that we can all learn how to thrive and not just survive. 
You know, I love that. Let, let's talk about, let's, let's pause right here for a moment. Let's talk about thriving or surviving. You, you, you said something in your book. You said our ability to thrive depends on what we do with what we have been given. I want you to pause right there, and I want you to talk a little bit about that. Well, okay, we're each given some talent. We all have talents and abilities. God gives us freely, gives it to all of us. And, you know, our ability to thrive is going to depend on what we do with what we have. You know, sometimes we look at other people, oh, you know, this person, they have this, and, you know, I'm not going to, but don't worry about that person. What did God give you to do? You know, um, he, he gives us all things. And I think that when we just focus on ourselves and what we can do to be better for ourselves, we will thrive. Um, we all have something. And and sometimes it's hard for us to get to understand what that something is. But I think when you read the book, it kind of make it will make you think about some things. Um, like when I talk about the focus, um, what is it that you, what is it that you want? You know, sometimes our talents and our abilities, they're connected with our desires. I think God gives us, he places these desires in our heart because he knows that we're, this is what we're going to be good at. And so if you're thinking, okay, well, I want to, hmm, I want to own a, I want to, you know, run a daycare facility. I love children. Well, God, God put that desire in you because, you know, you are the person to take care of children. You are the person who's going to be yes. able to, you know, love these children. And so I think that we need to just focus on what we have instead of focus on getting things that uh, are not for us. <laughs> you know, we, we have what is ours yes. and we can use what we have to thrive. We don't have to have what other people have. Amen. So, so it's a choice. Whether you thrive or survive, it's a choice that you make as the individual. It doesn't matter what type of circumstances you may be birthed into as you get older and you have the ability, God gives you these abilities to do better, to want more, then it's a choice. Is it safe to say that? I think it, I, I absolutely believe it's a choice. And the reason why I can say that it's a choice is because I had the choice to stay at home yeah. when I had a baby at 18 years old. I had that choice, or I had the choice to go ahead and go to school and, you know, finish my degree. I've had the choice, you know, even in my later years, I had the choice to stay at my federal government career, or I had the choice to step out and do something bigger. And so we have those choices, and sometimes we think, you know, and I'm I'm saying those those are kind of big choices that we make, but really it's sometimes it's the small choices that we make that yeah. will push us into a bigger, you know, a bigger realm and um we have to don't discount the small decisions. Don't discount those. Don't think, okay, well, you know, if I, you know, this is not a this is not an important decision because it it's only going get me here or there. I think all of the decisions that we make are important. They all have some bearing on where we're going to be in our futures. Make that decision. Hey, if you want to go to school, go to school. Somebody's going to help you get, you know, get through that. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a choice. We all have choices that we can make. And I hope that most of us are trying to make that choice to thrive instead of just survive. Amen. Amen. I like that it's a choice. And like you said, uh, whether you thrive or survive, 
it's your ability depending on what you do with what you've been given. God, opportunity is given to everybody. It's what you do, what you choose to do with the opportunity, with the resources. Resources are available. It's your choice whether you take advantage of it or not. Or exactly, and I talk, it's it's funny you say resources. I I talk about in the book community, um, the, the strength in community. A lot of times, you know, we feel like we have to do this on our on our own. You know, I'm gonna do this on my own. I'm gonna be independent. I don't need anybody. But yes, we do. We all need help. We all need yes. people. There are and, and people are resources. You know, people will help you and help us when they know that we're really wanting to do something great. And we yes. we need to just remember that. You know the people around us and it, and it's not going to be somebody you know I'm I'm in Alabama it's not going to be somebody probably in California that's going to help me it's going to be somebody right here <laughs> you know mm-hmm. right next door you know my yes. family or something and so we have to think about that when we think about resources we have the resources or you know if we don't think we have them just reach out to somebody there's somebody who can provide and it's not always money. It's education. It's knowledge. You know, you may not know the steps yes. that you want to take to uh, become a nurse. But guess what? There are nurses everywhere. So go and talk to a nurse and say, hey, what do I need to do to become a nurse? I bet they'll give you all of the information that you need. They'll tell you what are the good nursing schools. They will, you know, take you step by step to get there. So don't think that you have to do it alone. We're all in this together. Yes, it's a choice, and you got to work for it. Like you said, just ask. You know, um, it, it, it's nothing wrong with asking. My sister, my sister used to always tell me, I, "I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask because they're only gonna say two things: yes or no." You know, and if you don't ask, you don't go and ask for the help. If you don't ask for the resources, you just you may miss out. You you could you could very well miss out. You know, you will definitely um, miss out if you don't ask. <laughs> Now, let's talk about some of the challenges. I want you to share uh, one of the most difficult challenges that you faced as a writer, and and how have you overcome that challenge? Well, you know, it's kind of similar to what we talked about earlier. One of my challenges is just, you know, overcoming that self-doubt and then just writing. Um, It's difficult to write with four children. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and a law practice, you know, I am an attorney and I practice law, yes. you know, I have clients and I have a husband and we are always doing something. There's my daughter's dance, there are things. So, you know, the challenge would be m- making the time to sit down and actually write and do what I need to do. But, you know, time management, that's something that I, I have to do better with. A lot of people have to do better with. And, and I think a lot of times, you know, when we talk about time management, we're going to we're going to put the time in for what we want. <laughs> and so yes. I had to, you know, realize that, okay, I, I want this book to be done. So it's not going to get done if I'm just, you know, sitting around and not, not doing it. So I may have to stay up late, you know, or I may have to get up early in yes. the morning or I may have, you know, so we just have to think about the time management. So just continue to write. If there anybody, you know, anybody out there that's writing or thinking about writing, just write, you know, don't think about, um, don't think about publishing at the time that you're writing, because when you're writing, you just need to be writing. You can think about the publishing when it's done, you know, or close to being done. Take it step by step. You know, don't think about the marketing it right. Just write, just write. That's my, you know, that's the thing that I would say as, as far as advice. And that was a challenge for me is just to write. You know, I like that. And also you're talking about self doubt. 
I, I truly believe that when God truly gives you a vision to write and you have a message uh, that, that he gives you a message that he wants you to put out through the writing, that stuff, that the enemy is going to use that against you. You're going to have mm. those thoughts, those thoughts, those negative thoughts, uh, uh, thought talk. You know, thought talk is very dangerous, right? <laughs> and you have to know yeah. how to pull those things down. As soon as that negative thought hits your mind, you have to pull it down and start thinking about something else. I don't care if you got to put a rubber band around your wrist and pop yourself away. I don't know what you have to do. But when that negative thought enters into your mind, especially if you know that God is giving you an assignment and he's giving you a vision to write and, and tell your story to be able to help others, oh, you're going to come against challenges. You're going to come against opposition. And like you said, just write. Don't worry about the editing. Don't worry about the publishing and the marketing. Don't worry about the self, the self doubt. Just pour in your heart. Just write what God gives you, what He's planted in your heart to write. Just do those things, and the rest is gonna fall in place. So exactly, that, that is awesome, awesome advice, awesome advice. Yes. Exactly. And you said one thing that, and I wanted to talk about what I talk about in the book, uh, the strength to conquer fear. Fear is along with that self-doubt and all of that. And, and you were talking about your thoughts. And I talk about in the book how sometimes fear will suppress our thoughts. Like we're, we're thinking mm. that we want to write a book or we're thinking that we want to do, you know, open up a, a business or whatever. But fear, fear is going to get into our mind and it's going to suppress our thought of doing that. It's going to tell us that we can't do that. It's going to tell us that we don't have enough resources. We don't have enough money. We don't have, you know, enough support to do those things. So it's fear. And of course, you know, fear is the enemy. And we have to think like that. So when we get those thoughts, like you said, we got to, we got to do something to clear our heads and, and um, think positively. Yes. When you're talking about fear, fear is going to always suppress your will to be, do, and go. It is Mm -hmm. because it's false evidence appearing real. And so guess what? If you don't learn to to cast those things down and cast that fear down and, and put it aside, then you will not be able to accomplish the things that God is giving you to do. You're not going to be able to effectively, let me say it like that, it's not going to be effective in the things that you're going out there saying, you're doing, and the work that you are, 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 are out there doing, it's not going to be as effective as it could be if you are allowing fear to hold you back. Now, because of the fear, and I, and I know fear is real, and it can set in, especially, like you said, your first time writing, you say, I don't have the money, I don't have the resources, I don't do this and that. So how? Well, let's talk about the motivation piece. What are some things that motivate you or that you can, you can um, give advice to those that may be dealing with fear? What are some things that they, they can use to help motivate them to keep writing? Well, one thing, and, and it's not a thing, it, it, it's people. I talk about in my book, Cheerleaders. Uh, my husband has always yeah. been my biggest cheerleader. You know, he's always the one pushing me a little bit more when I'm trying to pull it back. He's like, no, do it, do it, yeah. do it, you know. 
and and we need people like that around us. We need people who are going to, you know, speak life into us. We need people who are going to help make us great. We yes. need people who are giving us positive thoughts and saying, "Hey, yeah, you can, you know, you can write that book." I know that instead of somebody saying, "Well, you know, it, it's going to take too much time," and no, those are the people <laughs> yes. we don't we don't need, you know, in our lives, but uh, or at least not around us. But we definitely always yes. need to surround ourselves with people who see our vision, people who see our goals, people who have goals and visions for us. You know, sometimes, and that's how this book came about, through other people, because God, you know, spoke through them, the Holy Spirit spoke through them to talk to me. So a lot of times yes. it's it's other people that we should listen to, especially when they're giving us positivity. And, um, you know, just listen to those people and let those people encourage us. Um, another thing is just when you know that, you have an assignment, like I knew that this book was my assignment, that was just an encouragement of itself is, you know, you got to do this. This is something that um, you need to do, and you just have to keep motivating yourself. Sometimes you may not have somebody yeah. around. You have to be a self-motivator. You have to tell yourself that you are great. You have to tell yourself that you can do it. You have to tell yourself that you're not going to stop until it gets done. So we have to motivate ourselves and, you know, have positive people around us. Hey, man, the Bible tells us that David did what? He encouraged himself, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. there might be some times when you don't have that cheerleader. But then those times, for those that are fortunate to have a cheering section, have supporters and people who support you, then definitely, you know, connect with them and call them, text them and say, hey, you know, I'm dragging the day. I need some motivation. You know, you're going to, you know, for me, I have friends. Um, that text me, and, and it took one text from her that that gave me the drive to write Broken Wings. We had talked mm. about it, we had talked about it, and had talked about it. I retired from the military uh, December 1st, 2015, and on June 18, 2016, I received a text, and this is what it says, have you started writing yet? Mm. <laughs> That's all it was. And wow. I started writing that night, that night. And so God will use people, and you don't know how God will use them. But when God has called you to do something and when God wants something done, it's going to get done. And he will use people, places or things, you know, to push you. And then, too, you talked about a vision. Okay, I want to say this because sometimes people may not always understand the vision that God gave you. God gave you that vision. So here here comes the importance of being able to encourage yourself. When you are around people who are negative, when you are around people who may not be speaking life into you, that, you know, are, are cheering you on like they, they should, it could be for a number of reasons that they don't or that they aren't. What, what you need to keep in mind is that God gave you the vision. He gave it to you. So mm-hmm. learn how to encourage yourself. Learn how to get up, spend some time with God, and, and I don't care if it's 10 or 15 minutes a day. April, you, you hit the nail yeah. right on the head. You said just write. Uh, it doesn't matter how, how many minutes. If it's late at night, you may have to spend a little extra time or get up a few minutes early in the morning. Just do it. And, yeah. yeah, and another thing during during that time when I when I started really actively writing earlier this year, I was in you know the Word 
every day I was in praise, worshiping every day. Most of my day, you know, I was doing that and my mind was more clear. I could, you know, think more clearly. So what you said about, you know, getting in the word, you definitely, we definitely have to do that. Try to make that a daily thing, you know, get up in the morning or after you get the kids off to school or however you do it, you know, try to have that time because we, you know, we don't know what God wants if we, we're not reading his word, you know, so, so we really got to, we really got to do that. Now let's talk about your favorite authors. Who are some of the authors that inspire you? Well, um, I don't have a really a favorite, but I have been inspired by the works of uh, Maya Angelou. Um, and I think a lot of us are because, yes. I mean, just to be able to write and publish so many autobiographies, poems, and essays, it's just remarkable. Yes. I think about how much time it took me to do <laughs> do this, and I think about how she did that, you know, over so many years. and um, and I, her the way that she writes. Um, there's one book that she wrote, and well, it's probably several. When she she talks about you know something that she ate, and you can taste the food <laughs> just based <laughs> off of her descriptions, you know. And so, just yes. I mean, just the words, her um, just just eloquent. I, she's just she's just number one on my list. I mean, she's just at the top of my list, and. Um, I think she's played a major part in a, a lot of writers, you know, a lot of authors, poets. Um, she's definitely an inspiration for a lot of us. Amen. Amen. I want to remind everybody, we're here with Ms. April Collins. She's a, an attorney and a best-selling author of Only the Strong Thrive. She's given us some great information, talking about the difference between thriving and surviving. She's told us that it's our ability to thrive, that our ability to thrive depends on what we do with what we've been given, and that it's a choice. So those that are brought up in poverty conditions, that, that, that are brought up in, in minimality and lack, you don't have to stay in that state of mind or those conditions, but you have to work for it. You have to work for it. So there's a story in every one of us, and we don't have to discount the small decisions. So I want you guys to sit tight. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with the second part of our show with our guests. And I want to remind you all that when we come back, our lines are going to be open. So if there is anyone out there that's listening that want to call in and talk with our guests, please do so. The number to dial in is 657-383-0898. And if you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is just press the number one. So sit tight. We will be right back. Come on, everybody. Put your hands together. It's got to get better. All over the world. Listen to these words. People come. People come. People go. Your life has been out of control. You're confused. But don't worry.
Well, we are here with special guest, attorney and best-selling author, Ms. April H. Collins, and she is sharing her testimony with us on this evening. She's talking about her book, Only the Strong Thrive. She shared with us how she uses her faith as a foundation to bring her through the many challenges that she has faced throughout her journey, hope and healing. So welcome back, April. And I also want to remind our listeners that our lives are open. So if there's someone that wants to call in and talk with um, author April, or if you have a question or comment about anything that we're talking about on the show, please do so at this time. You are welcome to call in. Uh, April, I know you're an attorney, and you're a busy mom, you're a busy author, and all those things, but what are some things that you like to do in your spare time that, that does not include writing? Um. Well, I was, if, if anybody knows me, going to the beach or at least traveling I love to travel I love going to the beach um we try to take our kids on as many trips as we can and so it's really good to unplug sometimes you know you have to unplug for a little bit and get away and and I I'm I'm learning to love the beach more and more because when I go it it I really see God's beauty. I mean, you know, you see the ocean yes. and just uh, the beautiful, you know, the the sand and all of that. And my prayers to everybody in the Florida Panhandle right now because I know that they're dealing yes. with a lot um, with the hurricane and the devastation yes. there. Just it's it's heartbreaking. Um, but that's that was our, you know, that's our happy place. The beach is our happy place, and so um, we go there. And I, I'm really praying for the, those people there that own homes and the people who lost their lives Amen. because it's going to be yes. a, a long, you know, long healing road for them as well. Amen. We definitely, definitely want to keep all those affected um, by the uh, recent hurricane uh, in our prayers um, because I tell you, you never know what it's like to lose on that magnitude uh, mm-hmm. unless you go through it or you've gone through it. And so um, just uh, want to just quickly say that, uh, yes, we definitely you know, want to keep those families and now those volunteers and everybody that's just going down there that, that's assisting, you know, to. And if you're in an area that you can give items, you know, find find a local uh, a venue in your in your area that are that are you know taking donations and supplies and whatnot because there are several places um you know that are indeed taking donations to be able to transport down there for those families so um please do that and um I want to um say this you're talking about the beach I tell you that is one of my favorite places <laughs> in the world to be. Uh, like you said, I think it's just a place where you can just hear God and see God and feel God on a different level. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you've been to the beaches here in Savannah, but if not, I would invite you to definitely you should take your family and go to Tybee or Jekyll Island. Yes, really we've been to Tybee. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> yeah. So we have. We came some years beautiful. ago. It it yes, is beautiful. It is it's really beautiful. white sand, um, very beautiful. Yes. In Savannah, I love Savannah. We've taken the kids, you know, on the tours and just to get a little bit of history. So um, yeah, that's one of one of my favorite places too. Savannah is so beautiful. Um, the old homes and all of that. So yeah, yes, you you're in a great place. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. Um, I know that there may be some listening. Who have you know who who really have gone through some things in life, 
They've lived the life that you live. They've experienced the things that you've experienced, the heartache, the hopelessness and helplessness, you know, the, the challenges. What words of inspiration and motivation would you like to share with others who may be um, inspiring to become an author to write about the story? Well, as far as life, you know, I just want to talk about, as far, you know, the life struggles. You've you got to just keep going, keep moving forward. I talk about that in the book. Um, we have to keep moving forward. Uh, you know, sometimes you just want to quit. You really do. You know, you just want to give up, yeah. throw in the towel and say, I'm done. This is it. But just keep moving and just take those small steps. It doesn't have to be the biggest step. You don't have to just, you're not going to go from A to Z. But, you know, go make that step from A to B and then from B to yeah. C. And then you keep going and then, you know, you get down the road and, wow, you've made it to your destination or you've reached your goal. So just don't stop. Uh, I would say don't stop. It's, what, 2018. I had my son in 2001 um, right out of mm-hmm. high school. And I I tell you this, in 2001, I I would not have seen me where I am today and because I mean I know that I I knew the goals that I had but the challenges you know sometimes we let the challenges just boggle our mind and we we don't know how we're going to get out but you just keep going and and it may take some time it's going to take some time but time and hard work you're going to get there you are going to get there you're going to be successful if you're single you can you know you can find a spouse those things don't ever feel like okay I'm never going to do this I'm never going to find a husband I'm never going to you know be able to complete this degree I'm never going to have children you know continue to speak positively and just you know tell yourself I'm going to have this you know we we got to speak that we continue yes. to speak life into ourselves and say yes I'm going to have this I'm going to complete this goal it may not be you know, next week, but it's going to happen. And so, yeah, just keep going. Keep moving. Amen. Amen. Now, what about any upcoming events? Are there any upcoming events that you would like to share with our listeners? Um, well, right now I'm doing this, um, it's WJOU 90.1 FM in Huntsville. I'm on their station, doing a devotional segment every day that's called a moment in time Amen. and it is it's a short just a very short devotional they play it at 7 30 a.m and also again at 1 30 and you can listen online it's wjou.org and you go you'll see my picture there and you can um click Amen. on it and listen they, they have it archived where you can listen to the, the previous one so i'm doing that throughout the month of october and then um I will be on a show called The Attorneys talking about some legal stuff sometime this month. Well, we're taping it this month. I'm not really sure when it will air, but I think this month I'll be doing that. And just and I have some some uh, a couple of book clubs that I'm going to. You know, one thing that I am Amen. wanting to start is going to small groups and, and book clubs and just talking about the book in a small, intimate setting. So, hey, if there's anybody yes. on – that wants you know me to come to your book club, I will come and we can sit down and we can talk about the book um, because it, it's all about healing and it's all about you know I I really hope the book helps people um, get through whatever the challenges are and even if you know you feel like you've been through that challenge but you haven't dealt with it you know because sometimes we go yes. through stuff we get through it but we really haven't dealt with it so you know if you need somebody to talk to and help you deal with it. You know, that's something that I want to do, and I want to be able to be there for, 
for whomever. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm starting that. I hope that this is a long journey and a long road. Um, it's already starting off great, um, but we're just gonna keep going. Amen. Amen. Um, I know my daughter um, actually has a book club, and then there's another author there that I know, and that is in Birmingham as well. Kara Shea, she she um, has a book club as well. So I'm definitely I'm going to link you up with the both of them. I don't know what their schedules are like for the remainder of this year or for 2019, or if they're scheduling yet. But uh, just uh, you know, more to follow on that. Um, so. Um, um, as far as your upcoming events, uh, I want to remind our listeners, you gave a, a site, wjou.org. You can join in and listen to the devotionals during the, the remainder of this month. Um, April, what time did you say that that airs? It's uh, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m., and then they play it again at 1.30 p.m., and that's Central Time. Okay. So Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. Central Time, mm-hmm. 1.30 p.m. That's org. Uh, once again, our lines are open. Uh, if there are listeners out there that want to speak with April or have a question about our show or a comment, please call in at this time, 657-383-0898 and press number 1. Um, April, I want you to share how our listeners can connect with you and how they can purchase your book. Okay, so the website is onlythestrongthrive.com. Again, that's onlythestrongthrive.com. You can go there and click on a link that will take you to Amazon to purchase the book, or you can go directly to Amazon. It's Only the Strong Thrive, um, and that's how you can purchase the book. I'm also on Facebook. It's author April H. Collins. Again, that's author April H. Collins. Twitter is author score A. Collins. Again, that's author underscore A. Collins. And Instagram is author April H. Collins. Um, again, that's author April H. Collins on Instagram. So several ways to reach out to me. Um, I'll give you a phone number, too, if you want to book anything or you want to ask me anything about the book. It's, it's 205 Five eight eight one four one one. Again, that's two zero five five eight eight one four one one. You can reach me there Monday through Friday, eight thirty to five. Amen, amen. Well, we are down to our bonus question of the evening, April. I want you to share with everyone what does the word conqueror mean to you. A conqueror to me is someone who overcomes, um, someone who is victorious, someone who is triumphant. And, you know, it doesn't, a conqueror doesn't mean you have to just conquer the world. You know, you can conquer conquer your house or conquer your street. You know, I think <laughs> when we overcome, it's just overcoming a, a challenge, you know, something that you may not have thought that you would have been able to overcome. And when you do that, when you get over that, you can call yourself a conqueror, you know. And it, a lot of times we, we read that word and it's just so powerful. It just makes you feel so powerful. But, um, but yeah, that those are my thoughts about the conqueror. We're, we're victorious and we overcomers and we're triumphant. Um, in the book, you know, Only the Strong Thrive, it talks about, 
it, it it's a true story of struggle, perseverance, and triumph. You know, so when you read the book, you know, you think about a conqueror. I ne- never really thought about myself as a conqueror, I guess, but the scripture tells us we are more <laughs> than conquerors. Um, yes. So yeah, we are more than conquerors. And um and and when you read the book, you'll I, I think you'll you'll feel that you're a conqueror too because you've gotten through things. Everybody has overcome some challenge. Amen. Amen. Well, I tell you, you are definitely more than a conqueror, and I want to thank you so very much for being a guest on our show. Uh, What an amazing testament of hope and healing, and I just want to thank you for sharing your heart and your journey, you know, with our listeners on this evening, And, and I want to personally to just encourage you to keep pressing forward as you make an impact in the kingdom and keep teaching and inspiring those that you come in contact with. And uh, are there any last words you would like to say to our listeners on this evening? I just want to thank everybody. If there's any listeners on here who has bought the book, who's purchased or, you know, anything, I thank you for your support. Um, There have been, I'm from a little small town called Athens. It's in North Alabama. And, you know, the support there you know, has been just overwhelming. I, I you know, a, a lot of times I, I say this that sometimes, you know, when you when you leave from home, you know, when you go back, you're kind of like, oh, I don't know, you know, if people are going to support me. But <laughs> Athens, Alabama, has showed out for me, and I'm, you know, so grateful for their support. I feel like, you know, Amen. I want this book, of course. I, I I wanted it to reach Athens, but I also wanted to reach Germany. You know, I wanted to reach California, Amen. Illinois, Texas. I wanted to go all over, but but you know when you when you get that love from home it it's it's a really really good feeling and i feel like you know i feel i know that god god wanted me to write this book and i i wanted to reach everybody but i feel like from what i have the people who have read it and who have reached out to me i feel like the mission you know the mission not not accomplished yes. but you know i feel like that god i i know why I know why I'm, I was supposed to write Amen. this book, and and, yes. and they're going to be probably more wise later. But I've I've had some wise, you know, people have sent me messages on Facebook or you know text messages or whatever. So I know why I wrote this book, and I'm so thankful. I, I, you know, I'm I'm even proud of myself for for obeying God. You know, sometimes it's hard to obey. We're we're not obedient, but I'm <laughs> I'm just thankful that that I was obedient because now I know why. And so thank you everybody for your support. Uh, reach out to me on social media or give me a call, and we can connect. Amen, amen. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. All right, guys, I tell you, I want you guys to remember um, her contact information. The website is onlythestrongthrive.com. Her book is available there as well as Amazon. Head on over to her Facebook page at author April H. Collins. I want you guys to like her Facebook page and follow her on Facebook. And if you're listening and you want to reach out to her, uh, via telephone, her number is 205-588-1411, Thank you. You know, she's come on and she's shared her story of struggle, perseverance, and triumph. She's opened up her heart and talked about only the strong thrive. So, again, I just want to say thank you. And, okay, everyone, that is our show for this evening here on the Conference Cafe. I pray that our show tonight has blessed your socks off once again. We invite you to join us again next Sunday, 
same time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with our special guest, Nicole Mason, author of Maintain Your Momentum. And as we close out, I want you to remember, we all know that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down certain paths in life that can lead to discouragement, frustration, and even sometimes destruction. We must remember that it's our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limit and want to quit in our journey. We can do two things, stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, turn back to those familiar things that were never good for us in the first place. Remember, the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Thank you all for listening, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings and soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, author Twyla Reed, your Tragedy to Strategy mentor. For speaking engagements or consultation, please email me at info at twylareed.com or by contact. Uh, contacting me by phone at 912-335-3799. Or if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Again, you can reach me at info at com. Take care, everybody. God bless you all. Have an amazing week. Until next time, God bless you all. Bye-bye.
Your name really is victory. God bless you, everybody. 